School systems are becoming increasingly more complex as education progresses, and with that comes conflict equally as complex. It can be hard to navigate such a vast system, inevitably leading to much larger issues. This is just what the Washington State Office of Education Ombuds, or the OEO, aims to tackle. The OEO diffuses conflicts in school settings and promotes educational justice. And today, we have been fortunate enough to be able to interview a member of this organization. Everybody, please welcome Jordanos Gabramluk. Yay! Woo! <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, we're really excited to talk to you. Yeah. So to start us off, what is your role in the OEO? So I am one of the senior ombuds. Um, when I first started out, I was also doing intake and doing some ombuds work. Um, but currently, I'm one of the senior ombuds. So we take on the cases that fall within our strategic plan. Oh, I mm-hmm. see. Yeah. And also, for our listeners who are not familiar with the OEO, could you summarize what it does briefly? Absolutely. Um, So we can look at our work in three buckets. So we've got individual casework. That's where we work one-on-one with whoever it is that's calling us, whether it's a student, um, whether it's a family member, an educator, anyone who's calling with a question or concern about a student in public K-12. So that's kind of one bucket, casework. Um, And then... We've got uh, policy work. So sometimes we are legislated to participate in these. Um, and then you know, we'll seek out those opportunities just based on what we see on the ground. Um, so there's the policy work. Um, and it gives us an opportunity for just the stuff that we see on a day-to-day basis for us to kind of lift that up in the work and say, you know, here's a policy that exists, but here's how it's playing out for students, families, for educators. So that's another bucket, the policy work. And then the third one is outreach and workshops. Um, So we'll do workshops on a just wide range of topics, anywhere from special education to bullying to discipline um, and share information about that. Could I ask what one of those conflicts is like? Yeah. What's an example of one of those conflicts that you help diffuse? Gotcha. Um, So for example, discipline might be one, right? So someone will call and say, um, you know, on a regular basis, uh, my student is pulled out or, um, you know, my student so far this year has been suspended twice. We're not really um, finding a solution to this. It's just a cycle that's continuing to happen. So that might be something that someone calls with, um, which means time away from the classroom, right? Um, another example might be um, my student um, received special education services. Um, There are concerns at what's in the IEP, which is the Individualized Education uh, Program. Um, Services in the IEP are not being followed, not sure where to go from here. Um, Sometimes we'll get concerns about attendance. So someone might say, just as an example, I received a letter that's saying, you know, my student isn't attending school. Um, And so we really kind of want to get to the roots. is it a matter of there are issues in a particular you know, time of day that's pushing the student out? Um, uh, unresolved bullying can be another one. I mean, it really kind of ranges. Um, I would say the most of the calls that we typically get have to do with special education. I'd say probably like 60%, so like over half. Um, but there is the, the bullying that shows up quite a bit um, in discipline as well. 
And of course, now with the pandemic, there have been lots of concerns, um, particularly when there was an opportunity to go uh, in person with folks having access to technology that they needed, disruptions in that. Um, you know, we've got families experiencing homelessness and they're expected to kind of do it online. Um, so it, it really does ranges on a wide range of topics, uh, but I would say over half have to do with special education and bullying and discipline pops up a lot too. No, I was just going to say, and sometimes it's not really one thing, right? Like life is a whole lot more complicated than that. Um, and so the pressing issue might be one thing, but then when you're working in partnership with someone, you might discover that there's, you know, two and three more things also happening at the same time. Right. And I heard you mention something about how COVID has kind of changed things and caused new conflicts. So I was kind of wondering, like how the OEO services have changed throughout the pandemic and... Like, has there been a difference in demand or lack of resources? Yeah, um, it has definitely flipped the script for everybody <laughs> in the school system. Um, it, you know, what was interesting is when COVID first hit, and it was, I think, March, I want to say it was 13th, and I could have sworn it was a Friday too, uh, mm -hmm. where we got the announcement that, you know, school was going to start to move. Um, online and I think uh, schools had about a week or so to kind of just transfer everything over. Um, in my mind, I'm like, oh, we're about to get a boom because this is going to be so difficult. Imagine just we haven't really have been forced to do that before. And quite the opposite happened. There was a bit of time where our calls actually dropped. And thinking back on it, it kind of makes sense because there were a whole lot more pressing life issues um, you know, folks had to make decisions about their livelihood. So it makes sense thinking back on it. Um, but in terms of, you know, the folks who did call and have had questions and concerns, there was a lot of concerns about access, just um, technology not working. And that was the way that folks were receiving education, right? And so, um, you know, key, the key that was given to folks not working or um, not knowing where to pick up their laptop or not having received it. And then it was kind of like this catch up thing that everyone had to do because of the technology issues, difficulties and folks just really struggling and even learning that way. Are we about to get creative? Gotta get creative now um, and make sure that they receive the services given the, given the climate that we're in. Um, and so a lot of creativity, like I said, I up to that point, hadn't reached out to tech so much um, to just kind of work in partnership to jumpstart some of those concerns. Right. Yeah. Do you think that, or I know you mentioned a lot of like short-term changes, but do you think this will like alter the purpose of OEO or just its future? Like, do you think these changes that you're making are going to be permanent or do you think it's just like something that's happening right now? I don't know that we can you know how they say like you can't unring a bell, right? And so I definitely think that it's taught even in the most, uh, it feels confined, like in the most kind of restrained circumstances, like you've got to be flexible, you know, as ever. So I see that definitely helping to kind of energize the work more. I mean, when we're problem solving, it's always about creativity, but you give a situation like, the one that I would say we're still kind of in, right? Where 
no ways kind of out of it, even though folks have transitioned back to school, um, you can't unring that bell. And so just how we can indiv individually um, continue to stay creative, continue to stay committed, even when it just feels like, you know, what are our options really here? I definitely think that that will help infuse the work and carry it forward. And we also did, it was, let's see, last August, I want to say, September, last August or September, we recently made a change to our strategic plan and based it on um, folks who are most impacted by, who have been most impacted by the pandemic, but also just folks who continue to be marginalized in our school system. Um, and every three years, our office gives us an opportunity to take a look and say, okay, with the resources that we have, how do we how do we make the most impact? Because things just don't snap back into place. And especially if we're talking about like historical marginalization of um, students in our communities, um, that's nothing that you fix in three years. Right, yeah. So thank you guys so much for listening. And thanks again to everybody at OEO for their amazing work. And thank you, Yordanis, for talking to us again. Um, I hope everybody enjoyed listening. And if you have any problems, you can make sure you reach out to the OEO for any help that you may need.